Hi, and welcome back to Best Friends and Their Books. This is Tracy here with my co-host and best friend, Shelby. We are so excited for this podcast today. This is our last one of 2022. Um, So we have some fun wrap-up items to discuss, as well as our book of the month, which was In the Holidays by Christina Lauren, um, and talking about all things bookish. So let's get started. So we ran the numbers for some of our most um, loved books of this year and some of our least favorite books of this year um, through our ratings that we say at the end of every episode. Um, we both thought it'd be really interesting to see like what our top rated book would be, which ended up being The Great Alone with both myself and Tracy giving it five stars out of five stars. Um, our next best rated book was Such a Fun Age. Number three was The Golden Couple. Number four was Every Summer After. And number five was the it girl. We want to know if you all would agree with our ratings. Um, Overall, throughout the whole year, I gave our books an overall rating of 3.77. Tracy gave all of our books an overall rating of 3.82, giving us an average of a 3.80 for best friends and their books annual rating. (laughs) Um, And then, so another thing that I was looking at was um, how many listens per podcast episode we got. And it seems like we have a lot of Colleen Hoover fans in the house um, because our most listened to episode was our February episode, which is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. And then our second most listened to episode was our October episode, It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. Um, I just thought that was really funny that like, they yeah. were both Colleen Hoover. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but Especially those are new releases as well. So added yeah. to the popularity. Yep, that's true. So thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen to our podcast this year. Um, this obviously started as like kind of like a passion project for Tracy and I. Um, and we honestly weren't sure if we would only be the only two listens throughout the whole year, but it seems like A lot of people have really enjoyed listening to us chat about books, and I hope that it inspired you to read some of the books that we've been reading and, you know, um, we'll chat some more in 2023. Yeah. Hopefully 2023 is just as good, if not better. Um, And then Tracy and I also ranked our top five books of 2022, like separately of what we've read besides the podcast books. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my number five. So these were all five-star ratings for me, but they so but they are in particular order. Like I did rank them after that. Number five is um, The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. And I'm laughing out loud because when I wrote down my list of um, my top five books, I wrote The Great Alone by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> And I was just looking at my list and I was like, that's definitely not right. But I knew what I meant. (laughs) Okay. So number five was The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Number four is The Night She Disappeared. Number three is Girls with Bright Futures. Number two was Daisy Jones and the Six, which, wow, love that book. (laughs) 
And number one was Red at the Bone, which was my favorite book of the year. And it was probably one of the shortest books I read this year, too. So you should definitely add it to your reading list because you'll get it. You'll read it in under a day, probably. Oh, that's awesome. I need and, to, maybe I'll read it at the end of this since I'm not caught up to my goal yet. Yeah, it's going to make you cry a lot. Oh my I don't know if my pregnancy <laughs> can handle that. I read it before. Well, I think I read that one before I was pregnant and I cried like a baby. Oh, man. So my... And, oh, sorry. I was going to say, what were your top five, Tracy? <laughs> my top five. Uh, these are also all five stars for me. Um, coming at number five was Layla by Colleen Hoover. I chose this one from Colleen because although I've rated a few more of hers as five stars, I think this is like the one that stands out the most of all her books um, besides Verity, which I read last year. And then um, number four is The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelidis. I don't want to say his last name. Sorry. Number three, I had The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Um, and then number two, I had The Island of Missing Trees by Elif Shafak. Um, man, that one really got me. And I haven't read, I feel like, as good of a book of that in a while. Um, and then coming in at number one, I have The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. So two Kristen Hanna books. And I've been waiting ever since to read another one because I know that I feel like her books are always just going to be five stars for me. Yeah, those are all great books. The only one I haven't read out of that is The Island of Missing Trees. So good. I feel like it's slept on. Like, it's not very popular, um, but I really enjoyed it. Was that the one that you were talking about that had the the trees that, like, talked? Like, yeah, so half of the, the book the was, like, trees? it's not, he doesn't actually talk, but, like, half of the book is from the tree's point of view. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so at first I was like, what, in, what am I smoking? Like, what is this? Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I'm like really big into plants too. And I believe like my plant plants are alive. Right. So I just believe that they have these like feelings and like, just, you know, they can't communicate with us like somewhat like animals. And so actually reading a book with the tree point of view is just really like interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely an interesting one. All right. So jumping into our book of the month from December in a holidays by Christina Lauren. Um, what I didn't know before choosing this book is that the author is actually two women. Um, so they have been best friends for a long time, Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings, um, which is so interesting because it's, it flows so well. And I, I don't know, like writing from, for two different people, just. Um, yeah. I don't know how I would do that with another person. Like, I feel like it'd be really hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would be like really interesting, interested to hear the writing process of like who does what and, and how that works. Yeah. All right. So getting into the synopsis, it was the most wonderful time of the year, but not for Malin Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her job that's going nowhere, and has made it hasn't made a romantic era. Oh, sorry, and has just made a romantic era of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the last Christmas May will be at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin where she and her family have spent the holidays every year since she was born, along with the two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please show me what will make me happy. The next thing, next thing she knows, tires are screeching, metal collides, and everything goes black. But when May gasps, gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound for Utah, where she began the same holiday all over again. With one hilarious disaster after another sending her back to the plane, May must figure out how to break free of this strange time loop and finally get to the true love under the mistletoe. Jam-packed with a yuletide cheer and unforgettable characters, 
And Christina Lauren's trademark downright hilarious hijinks. This swoon-worthy romantic read will make you believe in the power of wishes and the magic of the holidays. Excellent. I One of the things I really liked about this book was, like, the setting. Being yeah. in, like, the snowy, like, Utah, like, kind of almost, like, cabin-type style house. Like, I was like, oh, I just want to be there so bad. Yeah, I did like the setting and, like, a lot. They went to, like, the cute little town to do their scavenger hunt. I was like, this sounds so fun. Yeah. I do love um, Utah, too, so that was – that's cool. You do love what? I love Utah. So, like, I was like, oh, man, I love Utah. I've never been, and it just made me really want to go. Um. So, anyways, let's go ahead and start our book club questions. <clears throat> Number one, let's start at the beginning of the story where May is embarrassed that she made out with Theo. How do you think everything would have unfolded if this timeline remained? <laughs> I would be so curious to know if she continued with this timeline, if her and Theo would ever have any more romantic connection or if it would have like strained their relationship. Yeah, I kind of feel like if it continued with Theo, like he would have taken her like through a whirlwind of emotions because especially how he acted the next morning like where he was like totally brushing her off and she was like double thinking like every single thing like every move he made and every move she made I feel like it'd be a lot of very like a volatile yeah up and down z thing but I feel like once she and Andrew like admitted their feelings for each other it was very like smooth sailing for the most part except for the one little blip like it was very much like we are like we are coasting yeah. and I feel like if it was with Theo it would have been up down up down up down up down you know yeah. I wasn't expecting like she came into the situation having this big crush on Andrew and Theo was kind of like just like the little brother that she never like thought about romantically and when the kind of like accident happened she was sent back I thought she was sent back to like make it right with Theo like I thought it was gonna be her and Theo like I didn't think like she's like show me what'll make me happy because she had this like impression that like Andrew was gonna make her happy um but I was like thinking that it would actually show her that like Theo was the one Theo was the one wow that's a free idea for you Christina and Lauren if you want to make a part two or like a second version of the story because I would definitely read that. I think that would be, like, kind of interesting to see the story unfold that way. I kind of – now, like, now that I've read it and that was my first, idea, like, thought of what was going to happen, like, now that I read it, I kind of think it might have made for a more interesting storyline. And I don't know if that's why I didn't like it as much as, like, others did. Because I, like, yeah. wanted that. Like, once I, like, imagined that, like, I wanted that. So. Yeah. Um. Next question. Why do you think she made the wish – can you show me what will make me happy? I think she's just like at a really low point in her life. You know, like the synopsis says like, she's like, has no romantic connections, like going anywhere. Her job is a dead end job. She lives with her parents. Like she doesn't have a whole lot going for her. And so I think that she thinks that like, instead of taking it upon herself to make herself happy, she looks some, for some reason to the universe. Yeah. I think when she's saying, can you show me what will make me happy? I think she's like so tired of, looking for it herself that she just wants it to be like right in front of her. And funny enough, it technically was for her whole life. And the universe was like, here you go. Here it is. Like, (laughs) which is weird because she like had this lifelong crush on Andrew and like never told him, which like that takes some like 
that's the must restraint restraint yeah because i couldn't imagine seeing someone for 30 years of my life that i had a crush on and like never even like telling yeah. them or have it like spill out i mean it must have been like second nature at that point to just yeah. like always be like oh like he's so cute like i like him but like it'll never happen type thing like it's just like she probably just taught herself from the time she was 13 to be like okay it's never going to happen but like you can look like yeah. type of thing <laughs> crazy next question and suddenly may is in a time loop where she's experiencing the same holiday over and over how do you think you would have reacted if you were may i would have thought i was in heaven like that's so like the whack like i would never have like uh i don't know i don't i don't think i would have stayed even though she had her moments where she wasn't like that sane in that situation i think she stayed fairly sane for this happening to her yeah, she definitely would have been a lot more sane than I think that I would have been because I would have been, like, an anxious puddle, like, of a person. Like, I probably would just, like, be, like, lock myself in, like, a room and be, like, okay, when is this going to be over type yeah. of thing. And then the universe might show me when it's about to be over, so maybe I wouldn't <laughs> want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it would have, like really pissed me off every single time that it started over like in the beginning like I was getting so frustrated on behalf of her yeah I was like oh my gosh like I can't read the same thing happening <laughs> over again over if, and over if again. it happens again like I can't I can't keep reading like, <laughs> yeah you know I agree with that um May has a couple of fails before she gets the hang of this time loop concept she acts on her feelings for Andrew but also realizes She's in a dead-end job that needs to change. How did this experience help her grow out of her people-pleasing ways? I was so proud of her because she was in this job that she hated, which um, I forget who she talked to about this, but they made a good point. She lives from home. Like, you know, you don't necessarily need, like, this income. Like, you have that luxury right now, like, take advantage of it. And she just quit her job and just, like, was like, I'm just going to do me. Like, I'm looking for what makes me happy, and I'm going to do that, which – I feel like she should have been like doing for all along, but this kind of like that fact, it felt like she was in a dreamlike thing that gave her the confidence to like actually do that. So. Yeah. I think that since she knew that she could potentially have started over in the time loop again, she just kind mm -hmm. of started being like figuring out really what was making her happy. She's like, okay, like if I start over again, I next time I don't have to put in my like 30 day notice yeah. that she put in. So yeah. she was, I feel like she was like really testing herself as well as like testing like the waters to see what would like help her grow as yeah. a person. Uh, what did you think about the romance between May and Andrew? I kind of already touched on this a little bit. I just felt like, it was very anticlimactic, like, once it happened. Like, yeah. I just kind of felt like, like, I wanted the drama of her and Theo. And, like, I just didn't think it was going to be so easy. Like, I expected more of, like, some, like, turmoil. Him, like, pushing back and not necessarily wanting her back. Or, like, her finding Like a chase. Out, yeah, like, or her finding out he had skeletons in his closet that weren't as attractive as, like, she once thought. He, I don't know. Like, I expected, like, something. But it was just, like, boring. Like, a boring relationship to me. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like, a cute relationship because they'd known each other for so, so long. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I kind of felt the same way. Like, once they said – or when she said that she, like, had a crush on him for so many years, it was kind of just like, oh, we're together. Like, yeah, you know, like – And that was, like, halfway um, through the book, so it wasn't really, like, 
too much to like look forward to then after that for me like I was like okay they're they're together they're gonna be together like yeah and there were like some points where Andrew actually kind of made me like cringe a little he gave me like a yeah. couple like little icks um I don't know if it was just me but it felt like she had always known how into Andrew she was yeah and it didn't seem like Andrew thought about that until like the opportunity came to him yeah and then once it like came to him he like kind of had like obsessive like things that he was like yeah. talking and I don't know it, it was just like it was a little bit overbearing for me and I like a little bit obviously it was really fast like they had like a whirlwind of mm-hmm. what like 36 hours or whatever is what they kept saying yeah um and like he was acting like it was like the love of his life when in reality it like just hit him upside the head the other day like yeah i thought that was strange too because i'm like she has had a crush on you her whole life so it'd be like normal that she's acting that way yeah but i like we got that like energy from andrew and it was just like i don't know it kind of made me like cringe a couple times i don't know i I guess i was thinking about like if it was me and like i was like being like overwhelmed by like like i'd be like so happy that like my crush of so many years you know was now into me yeah but then it felt like overboard. <laughs> but then like have you ever like had a crush on someone where it's like the like emotion and anticipation of having that crush is actually like more than like them? Like yeah. then, then once they kinda like you back, it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't like you anymore. I don't know. I've I've always been like that. So like I kind of expected her to be like that. Like because yeah. he was just so much. I was expecting that to be like the thing. And then it would be like, oh, and Theo, like has like is i don't know i thought they would be come out and be like i've had, actually been at and i thought this would be like you know this war between these like <laughs> brothers yeah. i don't know but yeah um the next question do you think theo ever truly had feelings for her i think it was like kind of like what i just said with like he might have had a crush on her but it's more of like the fun of the crush is funner than like the fun of actually like being with the person. Yeah. I think, I don't think he actually ever really like wanted her, but like, I feel like there's always like some sort of like rivalry between like friends or siblings or whatever. And it's like, Oh, like my brother ended up with her and not me like type of thing. Like maybe it would have been like jealousy for like five seconds, but I don't think it doesn't seem like he like wanted to start a relationship with her. Like, yeah. you know, and I think that he might have just seen it as, like, a friendship changing. Because, like, yeah, their friendship isn't going to be the same now that she's dating his brother. And I think just, like, overall, he was not as happy about not getting as much attention yeah. anymore. Um, like, because it seemed like Theo and May were, like, the same age. Andrew was, like, a couple years older. So it seemed like Theo and May were always, like, the pair, like, when they were, like, kids. And, like, he probably felt like he was getting, like, third-wheeled. Yeah. You know? And it kind of probably made him feel, like, a certain type of way. Like, am I going to lose my buddy, you know? Yeah, my brother, like, and my best my Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Next question. May tells Benny what's going on, and eventually it all comes to a head, and she reveals to Andrew what she's experiencing. First, do you think he believed her? It's so weird, because how could you believe that? Like, I'd be like, you're not so <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I don't think he like he might have like pretended to at the end. I don't know if I don't I don't know. I don't think he like could have actually believed her. He like did a really good job of like not making her feel crazy though. Yeah. Like, props to him because I would probably have been like, 
um i think she has a concussion or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i think he like definitely was like reserving in his mind like because he didn't want to make her upset by yeah. being like no i don't believe you when she's like trying to explain something that's going on and so he like probably just like kept it to himself is what i think yeah and then second, why did Andrew get so mad when he found out that she kissed Theo in the original timeline? I think anyone would. Wouldn't you, like, if someone was, even if my husband has a dream about cheating on me or another woman, like, I'd be mad. Like, I just think that that's just, like, not something, like, you want to, if if it's not applicable and it didn't actually, like, happen, then I just feel like it's not something you need to, like, know. And so I feel like, especially because it's his brother, like, he's going to be mad. I feel like I had the complete opposite reaction because I was, like, why is Andrew mad? Like, she's telling him that she, A, regretted it, that B, it was, like, in, like, a past, like, weird life that obviously Andrew doesn't remember because Andrew, in the beginning, when after her and um, Theo made out, like, Andrew supposedly knew the next morning because he told May that he saw. So if he's not remembering it when he, when May is bringing up this scenario to him, like, I don't think it, like, really, like, actually happened yeah but like it's you like know? is that so, but like, i'd be like was well, that your subconscious telling you that you really want my brother like i would just be like i think it was her subconscious telling her that she didn't want yeah i mean she could probably see that but like it coming showed from her like, that he was a douche afterwards like yeah. coming from like him though i feel like he's like it's like questions like because they were like so like quick and so like obsessed with each other yeah. I was like, wait, what? You know, it kind of like. I was like, this? This is what's causing you to be weird? Like, she's telling it. you that, like, she doesn't see Theo like that at all. And that she was, like, totally regretted it. And it was just. Yeah. I mean, he comes around. So, like, I think that he does realize that. But his, like, initial reaction is, like, well, I don't know. I Do you want my brother? I thought the conflict between, like, because you knew, like, since everything was so smooth sailing. Between May and Andrew, that there was going to eventually be, like, a conflict. And I just thought it would be, like, a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> so when it was that, I was kind of like, early, Andrew? I don't yeah. know. I just... And, like, how are you going to resolve that? Like, he either he just has to get over it or, like, what? You know? Like, it was, like... Yeah. It was just kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, if given the chance to repeat opportunities, would you be more bold like May? Oh, for sure. Like, if I thought there was, like, a possibility that um, I would get a do-over, I would do some crazy stuff. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would do so many things. Like, this this book really had me, like, thinking, like, about stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should live, like, time loop number three of May. Yeah. Because I feel like... Life's too short. Life's too short and you know what, by the third time she got in her little time loop thing, she was like, basically like, F it. Like, I'm going to do all these things that I don't think I would normally do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, that's like a good lesson. Like, I like I like that yeah. message for this book. I did like that. Um, do you have a specific day or time that you'd like to do over and over again? Like, I thought about this because I was like, when I first read that question, I was like, oh, of course. Like, I would love to live over the day that I, like, had my children, like, like over and over again. Um, But then I thought about it. I'm like, if I lived that over and over again, it would, like, wouldn't hold it this, like, it wouldn't be as special. So, 
Oh, that's a good point. I don't think so. Um, I don't think there's any specific day or time that I'd like to do over and over again for me personally. Um, nothing really sticks out as something I'd want to do twice. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe uh, to be determined in March when I when I have my baby. <laughs> Uh, you might up right away. You might not want to do that again. Yeah. again. So maybe next March. <laughs> yeah, like ask me at the end of 2023, and I might have. Yeah, I'll be further removed from giving birth. <laughs> maybe I'll let you know if I would do that over and over and over. <laughs> uh, the next question is: the time loop is never further explained. Do you wish there was? further information shared on why and how this happened to May. Yeah, I expected it to be like some sort of like Freaky Friday thing where it's like, you need to stop the cycle. You need to do X, Y, Z, you know, or like some sort of like fairy tale, like you got to kiss true love's kiss or like there would be like some sort of something. But I feel like it was the third time loop and I was sitting there waiting the whole time to like realize that this was going to be the final. And like, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed or I was like waiting for her to like try to end it because Andrew got mad at her. Like, Oh, maybe she's going to end this like conflict by like, j- like getting in an accident or something. And then it will start over. Like I just, but it was just got like, we we're just kind of left hanging with this time loop thing. Yeah. Like at the end of the book, it goes basically straight into like the epilogue yeah. and it doesn't, I like really wanted us to like resolve the like, was she really in a time loop? Like, which yeah. time loop was actually for real? Like, obviously the one, well, since we read the epilogue, like, obviously the one where she, like, confesses her love to Andrew and, like, not the other times. But, like, but I also wish it just went to the day after Christmas when she went home. Because, you know, that's when she, like, got first thrown into the time loop. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought that maybe they would, like, get in the car again with her family and going yeah. back to the airport and like something would happen yeah that would like kind of tie it in a bow at the end like and explain like what really happened at the time loop yeah I so agree. that kind of let me down too i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah i think that's why like i lost the star for me because i felt like it was yeah. really missing that for sure like we need we need an explanation yeah um and then the last question did you like the ending did this check all of your holiday read boxes yeah I think we kind of just hit on the ending like I did wish it was tied up in a bow and like I wasn't a fan that it was just kind of like this like ending was thrown into the epilogue like it was just kind of an extension it didn't really like tie anything up for me um and as far as like holiday reads like I I liked it being like in the setting I like some of the holiday, like, things that, like, they did in their traditions and reading about it. Um, so, yeah, it, it was, like, fine for, like, a holiday. Like, a, yeah. a spin on that. But. Yeah, I would say, like, for the ending, like, I like that, obviously, Andrew and May ended up together and they got engaged. Um, but I didn't like how we didn't get the time loop, like, wrapped up. Like, the reader didn't really understand, like, how the time loop was wrapping up but this was the like really only like holiday book that i've read this year i actually don't think i read any holiday books last year either i'm not i guess i'm not like a seasonal book kind of girl um but i actually i really liked reading like a christmasy book like right before christmas mm-hmm. to get me in the spirit <laughs> yeah i read the Santa. our last 
the Santa suits, um, which I felt like had like a little bit more of like Christmas in it and like Christmas like mm-hmm. magic. Um, so I feel like they're like very opposite in like the holiday aspects, but I liked them both like the way they did both. Yeah. Because this book technically could have happened like any time of the year. It just happened to be during Christmas. Yeah. Um, it could have been like in the summer like or like summer vacation of type yeah. of thing. Um, but I did like seeing like some of the holiday things that they did too. So overall, what are your thoughts on the book as a whole? Yeah, I mean it was like it was a fun holiday read. Um like it wasn't my favorite book I've ever read, and I probably won't remember it like in a few years, but like I think overall it was a decent read. Yeah, overall I like the book too. Um, I feel like when I read it, it was very easy to just like breeze through the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like whenever I picked it up, I wasn't like, oh man, like yeah, gotta finish this book for for book club, like type of thing. Like I like enjoyed picking it up and I enjoyed reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, like wasn't my favorite book ever, obviously. Haven't had one of those in a while, too. Yeah, I know neither. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good book. Like if someone wanted a holiday book recommendation, I would probably tell them this one. Yeah. As long as they're fine with like time travel type things. <laughs> yeah. Which this time travel, like we were hating on like that. It didn't get tied up, but like, let's be honest, like this time travel did so much better than uh, the Italy. What was that? Oh my God. I was thinking about that while I was reading this book too. I was like, I feel like a hypocrite because one I Italian didn't summer, like, yeah. what was, what was the book? It one was Italian Italy summer. Yeah. 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 I was like talk, like talking mad shit about like the time travel aspect in that book. And this book I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like <laughs> But it was like, just what? done completely differently. Yeah. It was very obvious when the time travel was happening. Yes. And she wasn't and she seeing admitted dead it people. To... Yeah. Huh? She wasn't seeing dead people. No. And she admitted it to people in the book. Like yeah. even though she sounded crazy, she, it like it didn't seem like this like thing that she had to keep a secret almost yeah um so my overall rating for the book was four stars Mm -hmm. I give it a 3.5 solid Alrighty. um our book for January or our first book of 2023 is going to be (laughs) um a woman is no man by Etaf Rum I'm really excited. I've never read a book like that one before. So yeah, I've seen really good things. So I'm excited. Hopefully it starts our year off well. Yes. Looking forward to 2023 and all the things that are going to happen. Um, it's going to be a really exciting year for us. So bring, yeah. on, bring on the new year. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. We'll see you Bye. next year. Bye. <laughs>